You are listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison, episode number 26. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach, Kristen Morrison. Hello, pet business owners. Ah, thank you to those of you who emailed me after the last podcast, that's podcast 25, and said you were really happy to get an episode in your podcast inbox. I'm happy too. Ah, it feels so good to get it to you and getting your feedback about how much you appreciate the podcast definitely helps inspire me to keep getting them to you. So thank you so much, those of you that took the time and energy to message me. And for those of you that didn't, I felt it. (laughs) So don't worry. Oh, and uh, it just feels really, really wonderful to be kind of back in action here. And my goal is to get an episode out at least once a month for the next few months, but I'm going to shoot for more. And You know, one of the tricks, it's kind of funny, you guys, because I was actually planning on doing a very different segment for today, but then I started writing down some things that I wanted to talk about with you guys, and a very different segment emerged, and I learned to trust that, you know? So this is what wants to come out today. (laughs) So I'm, I'm just going with it. So... Again, my goal is to get an episode out at least once a month for the next few months, but I'm going to shoot for more. And one of the things that I have, it's a little trick that I use on myself. (laughs) It's a really good trick, and you might want to look at doing it too, is I use the phrase one or more, okay? So as it relates to the podcast, what I would do in my monthly goals, because every month I write down what I want to create that month, what I want to accomplish. And so what I've written down is one or more podcast episodes recorded each month. And the or more could be no extra segments, right? Or it could be one extra segment, but it could be a few. Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) But at the very least, I'm committing to producing one podcast episode every month for the next few months. Doing the podcast segments really helps me feel connected to you. I know it may sound strange, but I do. I feel more connected to all of you when I'm recording on a regular basis and I'm also getting feedback from you that you know you're really enjoying it or parts and places that you're struggling in your business. I love reading the comments. So when you go to the show notes, if you ever want to leave me a comment, you can do it via Facebook or just type in a little message and I read all of those and try my best to respond if I can. So please feel free to connect with me. I love it. And again, the podcasting really helps me feel connected to you. And it's a just a powerful way for me to kind of be tapped in and to communicate with you guys on a regular basis. So the or more part, the trick that I do with myself, is not just for podcasting. I use it for almost every other goal that I have. So 
I've got an income goal for the year, and then I break that down into an income goal for the month. And so what I write when I'm writing down my goal is I earn this amount of money, whatever it might be, or more this month. And I always add easily and effortlessly. So it would be I earn blank, right? Whatever it is, whatever yours is, um, you can fill it in, fill in the blanks or more easily and effortlessly. And I've talked about the post-it goals. Some of you may remember that. I have one on my computer and I just raised the income goal recently because I actually felt like even though I wasn't quite to the goal that I wanted, I felt like I needed to raise it a little bit more. It just was kind of stagnant and stuck. So sometimes it, by raising it, oddly enough, that can kind of push you over the threshold or the ceiling, whatever financial ceiling you are in. You know, we go through these phases sometimes. Um, sometimes making the goal be more can actually push you forward in a really powerful way. So, you know, I write down how many times I'm gonna exercise each week or each month. And so it would be exercise four days a week or more, right? So it allows me, like four is the minimum. If I do more, it's like a bonus and it always feels good. So when I write or I say the or more after my goal, what I've found, and you may find this too, the or more part really nudges me in a really good way to go above what I've originally set out to do, to stretch, and to reach for something that's beyond my original goal. It's very powerful. It's almost like a carrot, right? You know how they have the carrot in front of the donkey, and it can push you forward. And I want to bring up goals today because oftentimes people will get all revved up in the new year, but then, you know, around a few months after the new year, they've forgotten what their goals even were. And that happens a lot with my coaching clients. When I'm working with them, I will ask them, you know, what are your goals when I'm beginning to work? And oftentimes they don't have goals or they wrote them down in January and they don't remember. So if you're someone who would like to look back on this year and to have accomplished what you said you wanted to accomplish, what you wanted to do, you know, whatever it was at the beginning of the year, and maybe you didn't have anything, but I'm assuming probably a lot of you did at least think about it, right? It's really important to be connected to your goals on a regular basis. And a couple months ago, I began reading my yearly goals in the morning before I start my day. So I have 10 goals total this year, and that's usually how many I have. It depends on, you know, how many are personal and how many are business, but I never have more than 10 annual goals. So this year I have six business goals and I have four personal goals. And many of them have the or more part, <laughs> including my income goal. So one of my goals that I can now say, you know, was instead of is because it's done and it's coming out in July, was to publish my book, um, 30 Days to Start and Grow Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business. And another goal is to host a really fantastic 
online pet business conference. This is going to be the fifth year in a row, and I'm in the midst of those actions now in order to create that for you guys. And a couple of my personal goals, one is set aside a certain amount for retirement this year, and another personal goal is to go on some retreats so that I can spend some quality time with myself in addition to the quality time that I give my husband, my friends, my family. So the reading of the goals is very important, and I've noticed that it's really kept my goals front and center every day. And the actions that I take every day support those goals because it's so clear in my mind what I want to accomplish that day, right? And what I want to create by the end of the year. So for most of us, where we put our attention and focus is where we experience the most movement and success, right? So maybe you've noticed this in your own life or even your business, where you put your energy, your focus is where you end up going. So think about when you're driving. If you're not looking where you're going, you probably get off track, right? You may swerve a little bit and... I'm thinking about my husband. He was on a fly fishing trip recently, and if he doesn't watch where he's casting, his lure won't land where he wants it to land. He's very focused, so that I can't imagine that ever happens to him. But, you know, if he doesn't, if he's not focused, then it's not going to go where he wants it to go. And it's really the same with goals. So, writing down goals is a powerful way to focus and put your attention on what you want. And I want to talk a little bit more about the power of writing down your goals, dreams, and desires. So for those of you who have read my book, Six Figure Pet Sitting or Six Figure Pet Business, that's the book for dog trainers, groomers, and doggy daycare owners, you may recall how I talk about morning pages and how powerful they are to me and have been for me for the past about 25 years now. So if you're not familiar with that, I just wanna give you a little insight into what they are. So basically, that term was coined by the woman who wrote The Artist's Way, Julia Cameron. And she wrote, it's a 12-step book to help you basically reclaim your inner artist, okay? And if you're a business owner, you are an artist, whether you know it or not. It takes a lot of creativity to be in business. You have to kind of be like a cat and be able to land on your feet, right? It's never totally smooth sailing. (laughs) You have to really be able to improvise and get creative. And so I found that that book can be very helpful for business owners even though it's for artists, and it has been for me. And one of the greatest gifts that I got out of it was the exercise of morning pages, which is you write in your journal for three pages. You don't edit. You don't even really think about it. You know, you just keep writing. And if you don't know what to write, you write, I don't know what to write or whatever comes to mind. And you just keep writing and you keep writing. And usually what happens in the beginning is 
at least for me, it's sort of like a dump. Like I take my mind to the trash and I just start emptying like all the yuck. <laughs> Whatever's there, I may be upset about something. I may be excited about something, but you know, I'm just kind of cleaning out the hard drive in order to really be able to focus on what I want to create in that day. And often in those morning pages, I will get clear insight and direction on what to do for that day. It's an incredibly powerful process. So at the top of my journal page, you know, I will usually come back and write my to-do list um, at the very beginning of those three pages. And sometimes now that I've been doing it for so long, I don't usually have a problem like wondering what I'm going to write. I just, it comes out so I can kind of pause and write a to-do list action, you know, at the top of that page, the first page, and then keep writing and then come back, write another to-do. So that's often how I get my to-do list, but it's just an incredible practice. Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you're at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step-by-step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. So I had an experience last year where... I was rereading one of my journals. It was from like five years ago. And when I noticed the date, I realized it was three weeks before I went on my first date with the man who's now my husband, okay? So five years ago, I wrote in my journal and I wrote very clearly what kind of man I wanted to be with. I got super specific about what qualities he had. I wrote about the kind of loving and large family he had. I wrote about him being very successful in business. I just wrote and I let myself dream a bit with my writing, right? So a few months ago, I picked up my old journal from that time and I was 
shocked and amazed <laughs> that the man I wrote about then is who I'm married to today. His family is large and wonderful. They're just incredible. He's an amazing man, very successful in his work, really loves his work. And that was really important to me to, to be with a man who really enjoyed his work and was also able to let it go and be able to be a human being and not always a human doing, you know, because some people that are really driven and successful can be kind of consumed by their work. And I knew I didn't want that. I really wanted somebody that had some work-life balance and he really does. And it's really important to him. So for those of you who have goals this year, you know, to lose weight, to make more money, to make more friends, to hire more staff, try the morning pages and really writing. You know, imagine yourself living that reality, whatever that would be. What is your life like, you know, if you're making over six figures? What is your life like if you're working three days a week instead of five or seven? How do you spend your time? What gifts does accomplishing these things and getting whatever it is you want, what does that give you? What's the gift there? And, you know, hand in hand with the topic of accomplishment is really wanting. If you look at what's underneath the accomplishing, it's usually that there's a need that wants to be met. So for example, money, let's say you want money, you want a lot of money. The need underneath that and it can also be a value that you have, but the need underneath that, the want, may be security. It could be freedom, you know, feeling a sense of inner and outer freedom. Stability, which is similar to security. It could be one, it could be all of those things, but looking at the want is really important because there may be ways that you can get it in other ways which can then be a step stone to you getting it through, let's say, money, okay? So maybe you begin to give yourself a feeling of freedom by giving yourself a few hours a day, a couple hours a day, or an hour a day to just do whatever you want so that you can kind of begin to embody it and feel it. It's not like you have to go from zero to 60 of like, you know, working seven days a week to working one day a week, right? You can begin to feel it in your body, like entrainment, your body and your spirit then begin to become entrained to that want, you know, that want is being satisfied. And then it's going to be easier to get it because you're going to know what it feels like. It's going to be easier to get it in the form of money, if you know what it feels like. And, you know, thinking about cash, it's not just a bunch of green stuff. We don't want to roll around in the green stuff or whatever your currency is. I know there are many of you from other parts of the world that listen to this. Green and other colored bills do not satisfy, right? It's underneath. What is the want? What need is that fulfilling? So you're going to find a goal workbook that I created for pet business owners in the show notes page. And I really encourage you to check that out. And I also encourage you to check out the Best Year Yet software, which is something that I use in my own life. It's a goal setting and tracking software, very powerful system. And there'll be a link there 
in the show notes. And let me give you the show notes. So it's prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 26. That's prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast and the number 26. Or you can go to the podcast page on the website to get to the show notes that way. Just go to prosperouspetbusiness.com. And the way that you can help me help other pet business owners is by leaving a very short review about the podcast on iTunes or wherever you hear the podcast. If you would be willing to do that, oh my God, I would be so grateful. Having some fresh reviews will really help this podcast get in the ears of some pet business owners that are in need of it, just like maybe you have been and you've perhaps been getting fed by it. When you write a review, it kind of bumps up the podcast a bit. It really would mean a lot to me. So if you've never written a review on iTunes or wherever you write your reviews, um, it's easy. So you can just search for the podcast in your podcast app and then scroll down search for Prosperous Pet Business, and then you'll see the review section. It's usually around the middle of that page, and there'll be a link that says write a review, and you can just quickly and easily write a review. It takes about 60 seconds. So if you would be willing to do that, I would be very grateful, and I will see you very soon, whether it be in a month <laughs> or whether it be in a couple weeks or more. But regardless, I'm really glad that I'm connecting here with you. Again, I've missed you guys here. And I wish you such a beautiful day or evening, wherever you are in the world and whenever you're listening to this. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.